Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. And today, I want to introduce our guest, Micah Kane. Micah is on staff at New Heights Church in Fayetteville, Arkansas. He's the sound engineer for the church, and he has a long history in audio production. But he also has a long history of actively co-laboring with the Holy Spirit, moment by moment in his audio work. Really an inspiring testimony that you need to hear. And as I've gotten to know Micah, I've seen the Lord in him, and I've come to realize that Micah is one who doesn't work alone in his job. So Micah, welcome to the program. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Man, it's great to have you on. I love your story, love your heart, and I love how the Lord works in and through you. And I think you're going to bring a lot of hope and restoration and purpose back to people who feel like they're really stuck working alone in their job and they don't know that God is in it with them. So can you tell us a bit about your journey? You know, give us a little bit of your backstory. How did you end up in audio production? Yeah, I think at um, an earlier age and around 11, 12 years old, uh, honestly was watching um some music videos like MTV stuff and was like, those guys look like they're having fun. That looks cool, you know, and immediately had gone into the living room where my parents were. This was around the fall sometime. And I was like, Hey, I think I want a guitar for Christmas, you know, okay. coming around the corner. And they're like, okay, that was kind of random, but you know, we'll run with it. And come our Christmas ended up getting a guitar that was, you know, like a, a Sears special hundred dollar, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> piece of art. And, um, like most things that I kind of got into, it was, it was quickly, uh, in and out and I was, you know, phasing out of that. But, uh, for some reason, the, the guitar kind of, um, I stuck with it and that led into, um, just having a ton of opportunity of just really growing a passion of being involved with specifically worship, um, in many, uh, different, uh, capacities, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of started the, the whole trajectory of, um, playing for, uh, different events. And then it got to the need where, Hey, we don't have anybody that knows how to dial in any of the sounds. Can you help? <laughs> I was like, I have no idea how or what that looks like. So, um, my dad actually was, um, about the time when I was starting to play, he was actually the the sound engineer at the church that we uh, we were t- attending at the time, and so he was able to kind of show me a few of the ropes of you know how to process stuff and um, really just the the basics of, of kind of um, the main knowledge of it. And so, like with anything, you learn a lot more as you dive into it. And so that just kind of progressed. And as I was playing more, um, more and more times, we didn't have anybody knowing how how to dial stuff in or set things up. And so it kind of alternative, um, opportunity to, to allow me to dive into that. And so that's been 
about, I don't know, a little over a decade in the making. So that's um, amazing. Still have my hand in it. Yeah. And so what is, you know, what did, did that start out as when you were young, 10 years ago, like, Hey, I'm going to just go for this and do this as a career. This is my vocation. I really feel a calling on this. Or was it more like practical, like, Hey, there's a need, I need to fix this. Or, you know, were you really focused early on or did that kind of come along later? No, that definitely came later. Um, okay. It was more of a, we have a need, let's try and fix this. Um, and I, I think everything really started as a musician. Um, I would say probably earlier on, I, 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 I don't know, I gained the, the inspiration to really pursue playing music um, in more of a full-time capacity at an earlier age. Um, and the audio side of things definitely came later. But, um, but yeah, probably... I don't know, five, six years into it. I'm like, man, I think I want to, I think I want to play guitar the rest of my life. This sounds awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, with your, yeah. uh, with your audio, with the uh, beginning to, you know, really get a handle on the audio engineering and the, and the ability to work with the sound was, was that something you felt like there was just something on that with God? Uh, how did you know that you were going to, that this was a bit of a calling or a vocation. Was there like an indicator in this process or a moment where you're like, you know what? I really need to lean into this. Like, I feel like God is in this or, or how did you get on that trajectory? Cause God's started to work through you with this pretty significantly in your personal life and in your job. And sure. so I'm just curious how it got to that point. Yeah. I think it's important for um, just to realize gifts that God gives us. Um, I think he gives everybody gifts. And um, earlier on, I started noticing the things that, you know, whether I was talking with somebody who had been doing audio for a month or, you know, 20 plus years, um, we would, we would stumble upon the conversations of specifics and how do you handle these specifics? And they just, I don't know, quickly made sense to me. I was quickly able to um, have an ear for, you know, whether it's specific frequencies or, um, just the detail of sound when I, my own listening time, when I would be, you know, listening or streaming, whatever, um, I would, I couldn't help not to pick out the specifics right. that, Oh, they, they balanced it in this way or whatever. And so I think it was just more of being in tune with the things that I was naturally drawn to, um, and real trying to just realize that this and walk into this is a gift I believe God's given me um, and more of out of obedience. I feel like I should continue to pursue this. Um, so that's kind of been the start and the the journey of, of where we are. Yeah. Um, what got to now. Yeah, that's awesome. And can you share with our audience, like how this has worked out in a co-laboring relationship with God? Cause you've, you've shared with me before that uh, you know, you really are aware that the Holy spirit is working in you and through you and working with you on these even live audio mixes, different expressions of your work and your projects. And I found that pretty profound because a lot of people I myself included early on, I wasn't very coherent or aware of how the Holy spirit was actively working in me, but you've kind of learned to identify that and see how that is happening. So can you give us some illustrations? Like what does this look like? I mean, people, think this is abstract or maybe not even possible, <laughs> but I think this is God's design. Yeah, no, that's so good. Um, it, it really started, uh, more again, I feel like everything in my journey has started from playing guitar, but, um, I, I naturally kind of have this independent mindset when I'm approaching something. Um, 
and not saying it's a healthy thing. It's just my, <laughs> my natural approach is to, okay, I kind of want to sit with this alone so that I can process. Um, so when I would get up to, to play for an event or whatever, you know, I would sit down with what parts I needed to learn or prepare. Um, and what I quickly noticed was I didn't, I even didn't like, I still, to this day, I don't, I don't like following a chord chart if I'm following, you know, if we're playing a, a cover song or whatever. Um, I, I just, I play by ear. Um, and I, I learned quickly, God had given me that gift to, to listen, um, with my ears to, to almost have this like Intel of what's coming next in a, in a um, really unique way. Um, and earlier on, I didn't really understand and still, don't fully understand like how all that works, but in the moments, what that resulted in was um, once we like, so for worship sets, you know, typically you'll enter uh, a spontaneous moment. Right. And so in that there's no chord chart for that. You may be following a chord progression, but there's no specific, um, you know, mapped out way for you to play what's about to happen. Um, Those are, those are divine moments that, um, I think it's important for us to be vulnerable in that moment and to, to really uh, exercise that gift of dependency of, okay, God's trying to speak and he's trying to do something right now. And that's the best thing that can happen for this moment is we follow what he has for us. Right. And so through that, um, I just started, uh, I think it took several times of me really botching those, <laughs> those moments earlier on, but um, I got to a point where I started praying beforehand, God, I need you to play through me. I need you to give me insight. Um, I can't do this on my own. I can't muster up the right melodies. I can't muster up the right chord progressions. Um, I pray and I started praying earlier on that, um, God, you give me the sounds of heaven. And so, um, so yeah, in that still to this day, those moments of spontaneous, you know, those spontaneous moments that come and uh i by ear hear a melody and immediately it's like i can look down at my fretboard of guitar and i can see where that's supposed to be played at and so i just follow that and uh that was earlier on that was kind of where everything started um for me learning what that was like how to exercise that um and it's amazing to feel the confidence of walking in in the obedient direction that, that god's you know set for us um, as I started developing more of the audio career, um, I started noticing that this is happening, um, in the similar way of running, uh, things. So if I'm running, you know, things front of house, I, I, you know, pray the same thing. God, may I highlight the things that you want highlighted. May I, um, be able to, you know, it's kind of this like filter, you know, you in that position, you're in this like filter of, the band is giving, giving an offering, right? They're putting together this work of art and you're just remapping this canvas that can be displayed for everyone else um, to, to perceive that. And so I, my prayer was just, God, I surrender this all to you. This, the, every detail, every EQ move, every compression move, like this is all coming like through, I want this to go through you. Right. And, and that I think like God has used that to, now, when I run things, um, before things happen, God will highlight things. Hey, coming up, we need to highlight this. The energy of what's about to happen needs to come from the bass guitar. And so I, I'm already hands on the bass fader. I can bring that up. If this is coming from the drums, this is coming from the electric, 
um, so-and-so vocally is, is about to enter into, you know, a spontaneous word or whatever it is. Um, I, I truly believe that um, through, through the initial approach of just surrendering the moment, surrendering their task to, to the Lord is, is so important. Um, and then trusting, like, trusting that he's actually going to hear you and he's actually going to respond. Right. Um, that's kind of the scarier part. Um, but that's kind of the, I don't know, I'd say the journey of, of where, where I've kind of walked through that. So and that it, That's awesome. And I remember, I think you mentioned even that sometimes you'll be able to anticipate in the spirit when there's going to be a problem and head right. it off. I mean, yeah. tell me about that one. I, that was a great mention that you did. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been, uh, there's been moments of like, I don't know. I, I'm anybody that knows me or that, especially some of our other guys that have worked around, um, some of the, the settings that I've, I've put in place. I love tinkering with things. I love, <laughs> I love to like, Hey, let's see how many tools we can use on this. Um, which is definitely not the, the, the best <laughs> attribute of mine. Uh, because a lot of times I, you know, oh, I forgot to unmute that or I forgot to turn that off. And, and now we have this issue, but, um, yeah, there's, there's been times where I may not even be focusing on said task or, um, said instrument. And I will notice like, it's, it's this forethought, you know, like, or I can see down the road, um, of what, of what potentially may be a hazard, you know? And so, um, you know, whether it's levels that aren't in correct balance, whether it's, um, I don't know. There's, I'm trying to remember all the other specifics. I think but, you mentioned um, like feedback that would be coming or mics. Yeah. That yeah. So that's, and that's more, yeah, that's more of like, I honestly, I think part of the, back to the, the original gifting that God's given me um, and being able to hear frequencies. I, I remember most people that's a developed thing that, you know, you work with frequencies long enough, you understand what to notch out in an EQ spectrum. And um, I know that's kind of getting a little more detailed for others that may not understand the full um, scope of things, but, um, but yeah, I may hear uh, a certain ringing of feedback of happening in whatever source. Um, and usually under within a second or two, I can immediately tell you exactly where that, what frequency that is. Um, and I think that that's, that all comes back to the gifting of what God's, um, originally created within me. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. one of the things you shared too, that I, th I found really, uh, incredible about how God has gifted you and just how he's, uh, works with you on this is you were mentioning how if someone describes an audio project that they need done and how it's supposed to sound, you can work that out in your head and tell them how to set it up. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I, and I think a lot of that came from all the, I still do this all the time and it's more of a, I don't know, maybe a hidden pleasure of mine, but, um, I think that like being able to listen to a lot of songs that I've listened to, um, from doesn't even matter who it is, but I, I dissect that, you know, and I think, okay, so this one has more of a living room approach. So that's, they're going to need this type of mic arrangement. And so, or they're going to need this type of instrumentation or, you know, whatever detail that may look like. Um, and so that's kind of helped. So on the part-time I, I do, uh, I run a studio recording studio and that help that comes kind of up to bat in those scenarios of like, you know, I may ask the artist, Hey, what are you looking for? What style, you know, do you want to kind of 
go for um, with this arrangement. Like, you know, they may bring something to the table and it's like, oh yeah, I, I know exactly like what that's going to look like. Um, and again, that's, that's, I think all draws back to the original gift that I felt God gave me and, and just pursuing that of using my ears. Um, and it's almost like there's this connection of, I hear it, I see it like from the ear to the eye being able to really, um, yeah, I don't, it's hard to describe, but I think it's just, it's insight that, that God gives us um, when we, when we're pursuing the things he's gifted us with and, and positioning ourselves to, okay, God, lead me to walk in obedience with this. I am, as it kind of like you, what you're saying earlier, I am laboring with you, uh, the father of, of all good things. Um and you instilled this within me. So let's, let's do this together. Yeah. It really resonates, you know, with the scripture in Exodus 35, uh, you know, the verse 29 through 35 segment segment on how God works in the skilled craftsman. And in verse 31, it says, and he has filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all craftsmanship to create mm-hmm. designs for work. It just goes on and on. It so resonates with me about your story and how God's working in you and how that's not something that went away after that day. It's not something from the old days. This is just how God works with people and in his people mm-hmm. that fear him and follow him. You know, it must be, it must really elevate the work experience, you know, to, to go into your day job, so to speak, looking for, uh, man, God, what are we going to do today together on this? How do we, how do we make this work today together? Does that just elevate the whole work experience? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I'll even kind of share just a quick, um, story of moments when I didn't walk into it that way, (laughs) um, which may highlight it even more, (laughs) but this was not that long ago. Um, but I basically was, I kept, you know, saying all the things in the Testament that I've given uh, of these experiences doesn't mean every single time I'm up to bat in whatever scenario, everything's foolproof and everything is, you know, works like it should. Technology is definitely still technology. (laughs) Um, And so I had kind of week to week, uh, back to back situation where there was issues happening and I couldn't figure them out. I'm like, God, normally this is, easy process for me. I can't figure out why these things under unexplainably happen. Um, you know, I know the technical reason why that should happen and that's not the road of where we're at, you know? Um, and so it was kind of this, this moment of kind of gut check of, of God was like, it's cause you're trying to do it on your own. You're you've left me behind, you know, you're trying to go into this off of, giftings or past experiences or whatever that you've walked through and, and we're not a team right now, you know? And so wow. that, um, that was a major, like, Oh man. Okay. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? And so that, that created this, like, um, this shift within, you know, our relationship to be able to now every time before, whether it's playing or whether it's running things or, um, you know, whatever the duty is, um, for that, uh, said event or morning or Sunday or whatever. Um, I, I now try to be as disciplined as I can be, you know, you know, and following that, okay, God, this is our moment. This is something you've gifted me with. Right. Let's walk in this together. And so that, like, 
I, like you said, that brings forth this kind of excitement of like, God, what are you going to do this time? You know, um, and what's what's going to be what ways are you going to speak this this time? You know, and that I I definitely have more times where he's, um, you know, enlightened me with with melodies from behind the guitar just because I've done that longer than I've done audio. Um, and I can honestly say every, since I've made that shift of, you know, positioning myself in that way, every single time that I'm up, I hear something from heaven every single time and every single time, um, you know, it's, it's this position of like this, like I said, okay, God, what's, what is it this time? And, and he is so, so faithful to always, um, always speak, always enlighten. Um, and it's, it's amazing to just, I don't know, walk in a, of what I believe is, is the, his design for us. Yeah. Amen. You know, your experience, I believe is a great testimony for the body of Christ on how we should actually work and how we should actually pursue our vocation with God. You know, whether people are in audio engineering or they're working on spreadsheets or they're a vendor at a big company, uh, they're building a house, they're being a super mom with their kids, whatever it is, I think this is God's design for how we co-labor, what this really looks like. And this is how we get out of bed happy in the morning. This is how we find joy in the journey is that we get to take each of those steps with God every day. And and be on the same team, like you said, and experience yeah. uh, what the Holy Spirit wants to pour into us and do with us and through us. So validating, so empowering, and just opens a conduit for joy and dignity in vocation and in work. And I love that. And I love the value you bring to this whole idea and the testimony of that. You know, what advice would you give a young you, someone who's just trying to figure this out, a couple of things maybe that you wish you would have known early on. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it all starts with a personal relationship with him. There's no way to, I mean, it'd be like, you know, if I were saying, Hey, Jonathan, I want to, I want to walk in a way where I mimic, you know, you know, what maybe a friend of yours or whatever does if I don't know them personally or, you know, follow, um, you know, through conversation or personal experience or whatever with them, there's no way it's going to happen. Right. Um, and so personal relationship with, with Jesus is, is number one. Um, apart from that, I really, the whole, you know, um, abide in me is like rule number one, you know, that, that connection, um, is, is the most important. Um, second to that is, is positioning ourselves in a place where, you know, it's not that there's, you're utterly going to like fall flat on your face and, and failure. If, mm-hmm. if God doesn't show up, um, sometimes that, that is true. You know, there are those moments for sure, but basically creating habits or creating room in your day to day in your occupation, whatever it is, God, I'm going to create, you know, this space, I need you to show up through this, or I want to follow, um, you know, what you have for me in this moment. Um, and I, you know, before now being full-time in in audio and, and, um, and playing and things like that and music, um, I've definitely worked several years with just labor intensive jobs. And even through that, you know, there's been so many times where 
you know, God today, may I be your hands and your feet. Yeah. Just that simple, simple approach of um, just positioning myself, you know, locked arms with the father and let's, let's go do this today, you know? And, you know, I saw salvation come to coworkers. I saw, you know, different ways to minister to people. I had no intent of being in their path that day, you know, and God's going to do that. He's going to honor that pursuit of his heart. Um, He's going to just, he's going to unravel that for you. Um, So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What a great exhortation and a great testimony, man. Thanks for the time, Micah. Thanks for investing in this audience and being vulnerable and sharing your story. I know it's going to help a lot of people on their journey uh, to recover what I call the dignity and mission of vocation. This is crucial, crucial stuff. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much, Jonathan. So one of the things, you know, I love about the Old Testament is that it's it profoundly reveals the ways of God and how he works practically in the lives of those that really love him. You know, many times in my past work as a mission leader and disciple maker, running programs, working with a lot of new believers even, you know, I'd have people ask me, why should they bother reading the Old Testament? Uh, Fair question. Uh, My answer was usually along these lines, though, that the Old Testament reveals the personal characteristics, the attributes and preferences of God. You could call it the ways of God. These are things that can and should be learned. And this is how you actually come to know God, not just know about him or the stories about him or know about him secondhand, but we actually come to know him personally. Once we become deeply familiar with his ways, we then can anticipate what he would want, how he wants to relate, what he desires. This really helps us live a day-to-day life in the Lord that is inherently pleasant to God, that attracts his presence and really honors him. A life that is constantly open to his leading. As followers of Jesus under the new covenant, you know, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And the Spirit does not just come upon us as he did with people in the Old Testament, but he resides in us. It's not temporary, it's permanent. And I want to highlight one of the incredible benefits we have as people who are filled with the Holy Spirit and how God intends us to have a co-laboring relationship with him, a connection, you know, that is designed to affect our work, our vocations, our calling, our life, our family. God is into work and he loves to work with you. There's a great illustration of this in Exodus 35, verse 29 through 35. The Bible says, The Israelites, all the men and women, whose heart moved them to bring material for all the work which the Lord had commanded through Moses to be done, brought a voluntary offering to the Lord. The key here I want to point out in this part is you got to be willing. You got to be voluntary. You got to volunteer. You don't have to be awesome. You just need to be willing and available so that the Holy Spirit can anoint you and empower you with his awesomeness. The scripture continues. Then Moses said to the sons of Israel, See the Lord is called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and all craftsmanship to create designs 
for working in gold and silver and bronze and in the cutting of stones for setting in and carving of wood so as to perform in every inventive work. He also has put in his heart to teach both he and Ohaliah and the son of Arasamach of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to perform every work of an engraver, of a designer, of an embroiderer in violet, purple, and in scarlet material, and in fine linen, and a weaver as performers of every work and makers of designs. You might think this scripture is outdated, it's irrelevant, it was a one-off thing, you know, maybe that God doesn't work with his people like this anymore. And you might feel alone, alone in your work, alone in your calling, like God's asked you to do something and then just walked away on on the job and said, hey, good luck. You know, you might be struggling, unable to do your work well. And even though you have a high view of work and you really understand your vocation matters in the kingdom, you you may have a really good theology of work. But I want to encourage you that God is the same yesterday and today And he will be the same tomorrow. You know, you were never intended to work alone. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.